0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Dev Party. I am Eric, and over there is Vanya. Oh, hello. And so this episode is—it's a little bit different for us. Well, we normally do some developing. We are going to be doing that as well this time. But we normally do use like a rodanol or or an hc C one ten something that's you know pretty simple. You measure it, you know, and you put it in some water, and it works. This time we're doing a recipe. We're, we're making D23. And that is two chemicals. Two powdered chemicals and some water. And so, real quick recipe if you want to make your own for a thousand milliliters, you put 750 milliliters of hot water, like 125 degrees, in a container. You add 7.5 grams of metal and 100 grams of sodium sulfite. And we'll have links to where you can get these chemicals if you want to try this on your own.
1: Yeah, we got this idea, actually, from a
0: lab. We did, that's right. Yeah, we were doing the, uh, you know, how to labs process black and white film thing. The, I think it was uh, Blue Moon Lab. Yes. Tell us that he's trying D23. He didn't tell us all about it. We had to read all about it. And where we read all about it was the film developing cookbook by Bill Troop. And so we learned quite a bit about yeah. d23 um, but first we'll get to that when you right after you make your d23 you have to cool it down if you want to use it right away it's shelf stable it'll last for I don't know, probably as long as d76 and there's a reason for that so we're, right now what we're doing is we're cooling it down cooling it down and uh, we'll use the magic of podcasting to speed your way through this so you don't have to be here with us while we cool down chemicals. And so I'm at 80 degrees now.
1: And what are we trying to get it at? 68. Okay. So since I'm only developing one roll of 120, I only need 500 milliliters of this, and this is a one shot. So what I'm going to do, since you get a thousand, is I'm going to split it in half, put half away for another time. And then the, the remaining 500, I'm actually going to cool down and that'll just make the process a little bit faster to get it back down to 68 degrees.
0: Yeah. And we'll be able to discover how long D23 keeps. <laughs> <laughs> yes. We don't know. No. So um, our cams are at a temp and our pre-soak is pre-soaking. Uh, are you ready to begin? I think so. So you actually
1: looked at the times for me, so you're going to have to tell me what my time is. Your time (laughs) for
0: T-Max 100 is nine and a half minutes.
1: Go on, go on. Sorry, my dogs are making very strange noises. Nine and a half, you said?
0: Nine and a half. Okay. Okay, and mine is eight and a quarter, and I will talk about that. It's an interesting time in a minute or two. So are you ready to pour out your pre-soak and pour in the developer?
1: Yeah, let's do this. Okay. Ooh, I have some black color coming out.
0: Oh, mine is as is, is, well. I'm doing HP5 and oh. you're doing T-Max, so both have similar looking pre-soaks. Are you ready to add the developer?
1: Yes, let's do okay. it. Okay.
0: Push the time, add the developer. And honestly, you treat this just like you treat D-76. So it is, it is a normal agitation. You know, 30 seconds to begin with, since we're doing times longer than five minutes, four inversions every minute, and you're good. Let's talk a little bit about what D-23 is. D-23 is essentially D-76. It's made to look exactly like it. It isn't the same, it's not the same at all. D76, for example, has hydroquinine in it, D23 does not. But D23 was formulated in 1944 to be a simpler version of D76. It was, like I said, two ingredients, so much simpler. You didn't need to do different things with it with replenishing. It was very good and it gave you the same results as D76, almost identical. Uh, The issue was, and a lot of folks apparently who use this, um, or have used it, say it's kind of a low-contrast developer, and that the hydroquinine in D-76 really makes it a higher contrast. But according to the book, film, the film-developing cookbook, that's not the case. The, the author is suggesting that they're not developing it long enough, and that Kodak, when they invented D-23, they wanted the times for D-76 and D-23 to be the same, and so they published them as the same, but chemically, they aren't the same. And that D23, what we're using to develop, is a little slower. And so it takes 10% more time to get a, a similar development as you would with a normal time in D76. And so my time for HP5 in D76 is 7.5, seven and a half minutes. And so I'm adding 10% to that and making it eight and a quarter minutes.
1: see.
0: That's exciting. <laughs> that's
1: woohoo. <laughs> I was like, wait, was I supposed to celebrate right now?
0: I wish you would. But that's okay, a, I'll take okay. a sip of coffee. How about that? <laughs> Perfect. Now, you've used D seventy six before, right? I have. What were your thoughts on that? I've never used I don't know,
1: it was a long time ago. I really okay. don't I think it was just like a easy go to developer, just like any other one. Okay. I mean, I, I kind of have, like, the same feeling about x and, what's the other one, D96. I, I mean, I, I I think I am probably a better developer now. Yeah. Uh, so maybe revisiting those and kind of getting a clear um,
0: answer for you would be a better choice. <laughs> okay. We could do D76. It seems like a weird thing that I've never used it ever, and you haven't used it in forever. We should maybe get some at some point or make our own or something because So let's do
1: that and let's actually uh, shoot the same film that we shot for these
0: um, that we're developing
1: now and then we can maybe do a little compare contrast. I'm all about that. (laughs) (laughs) We did that one and now I'm just excited and I just want to do like WD4D versus this, (laughs) D23 versus that.
0: Uh, Luckily, this book has D76 in it as a recipe, and so it looks like it's pretty easy to make. Um, It is basically what we're doing here, but adding adding hydroquinine and borax. So that's cool. Um, Yeah, we're not the hugest Kodak fans at the moment, so (laughs) not supporting Kodak, which is an unfortunate thing to say. I'm okay with that for now. We'll see what they do in the future, but uh, for now, I'm a little cold on Kodak. So I have four minutes left to go.
1: I have five minutes.
0: Okay. Um, we're coming down to about three minutes to go, somewhere in there. It's recommended that you use an acid stop for D23 because I'm going to read this from the book because he says it a little better than I could. A white scum of calcium sulfite may occur on films processed in high sulfite, low alkalinity developers such as D23, unless a sequestrant is added. We did not add a sequestered. This scum is soluble in acid stop baths and in fresh acid fixing baths, especially if the film is well agitated. It is slowly soluble in wash water and may also be wiped or sponged off wet film, although light deposits may not be noticed until the film is dry. There you go.
1: I just love the word scum. Scum. (laughs)
0: And so I've got my acid stop ready. I use vinegar. Um, well, let me make that clear. I use vinegar and distilled water, getting the vinegar solution to a uh, pH of four to three. In, in, uh, well, between three and four pH. So acid, so it's about as acidic as lemon juice, somewhere in there.
1: Okay. What did you shoot on your roll really
0: quick? I'm doing two sheets and I did um, some dead flowers.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah, I shot dead flowers on 4x5. Cool. You know, this? I'm pulling out the big guns here for this podcast. <laughs> I've got my HP5 sheets, and I'm shooting just, like, throwaway dead flowers at this point. So <laughs> I'm really coming through for you guys. What did you shoot?
1: Um, I actually was using that
0: Voigtlander uh, VOG. Oh, yeah, the VOG. Okay, I've got about 15 seconds to go on my development, so I'll start pouring out.
1: I got about 30 seconds left.
0: About 30 seconds, cool. I'll, I'll stop mine for a little while here. Uh, since, it have, since we have to dissolve that scum, I will agitate a little more than usual with the stop bath. I do not know if that is necessary, but I'm doing it because who likes scum? <laughs> I do. Ah, <laughs> uh, you know, Quick quick story while you're uh, stopping. Uh, in school, when in high school, in middle school, we had two classes of people. It was a very small school. Two classes of people, well, three, if you count mm-hmm. the ag kids and the band kids. But even they could be divided up into two classes. One was the preps, which is pretty common in, in, in high schools of that era. Uh, the other group was called scum. I am not shitting you. They called them scum. It was uh, mostly Heshers, Metalheads, and, and, like, skate kids. And so if you weren't a prep, you were a scum. And you didn't have much of a choice in that, except I was, I was able to float between the two groups pretty pretty easily. I'm,
1: oh, interesting. Yeah. yeah. I have a hat that says scum on it. It's actually a skate company in, the, okay. in L.A. It's called Scum Skates. I don't know if scum it's still skates. around, actually. But, yeah, I don't know.
0: Well, in my school, it was so small that you had to, like, wear a bunch of different hats. You know, if you were a skater, you could also be a goth kid. You kind of had to be. Like, if you were a punk, you could also play football. It was just, you know, there weren't enough kids to go around. Let's see. hmm So I'm pouring out my stop now. And I'm going to add my fixer. That
1: sounds fun. So, and yeah, I- um, you shot dead flowers.
0: I did, yes. What did you shoot?
1: I shot some, well, I went by the airport to shoot a plane at infinity focus because I still haven't been able to like nail down, um, this camera that I'm using has like meters (laughs) that I haven't, I'm supposed to be making myself a little cheat sheet, um, because there's not really like a range on it. You just kind of have to like nail the focus with, uh, with the dial. Uh, this camera's from like, I don't know. 1932,
0: right? Yeah, I think it's, yeah, it's well pre-war, yeah.
1: So, uh, beautiful camera. Very lovely. Six by nine. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm going to bring it on my trips. Uh, So, yeah, I shot mostly Infinity, but then I did end up shooting uh, a couple pictures of Marley. And I tried two different, like, I'm just guessing still, um, but two different ranges, hopefully I, I got it. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, we'll see how that goes. Just figuring it out. I'm really fascinated with this camera. I really like it a lot. And I think because I'm not nailing it right away, I'm I'm even more excited about it because I want to.
0: So you are the anticipation of getting it right is there.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I've gotten some good pictures out of it. I just, you know, there comes like a certain point where you're just really comfortable with something. Yeah. And I'm just not there yet. It's still new to me. It's still a new okay. camera. All right. So, yeah, I shot, for some reason, T-Max. So, that's that's what's happening. Well,
0: it has old glass. It does. And Tableture Grain Film, I think, looks pretty good in old glass. Yeah, me too. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not a fan of it in anything else. I wouldn't use it in the Mamiya, and I wouldn't use it in 4x5, unless it was, like, mm-hmm. an old 4x5. But it... Mm-hmm. I do like, I do like tab grain film in, uh, in the old cameras. Yeah. yeah. A
1: good combination.
0: It is. Especially Folding. if you develop it in road and all, because that gets a oh, little yeah. chunky. Or, no, well, not real chunky. It gets a little chunkier. <laughs>
1: yeah, give it a little bit more character.
0: Yeah. I feel that tablature grain films and, like, really good lenses, it just, it just looks very digital to me. Mm-hmm. and maybe you know, maybe a print would look different I don't know but I'm just not a fan of it
1: yeah I get it it has a sterile look uh, some people really like that and that's just not your style and that's it okay is not.
0: No. No.
1: so I just added my fixer and I'm going to set my timer and okay. I didn't set it right away so let's do like 4 minutes and I don't know 40 seconds okay can't really over fix
0: not really, no. That's a thing we should do. We should put a... Um, we should scan a negative and then put it back in the fixer.
1: And just let it sit there for a day? Like a day.
0: Yeah, a day <laughs> and see if there's any difference.
1: That's a good idea. Why not? Thank you. Why
0: not? It'd be a weird dev party since we're not... be like a fixing it would.
1: party. And also, if anybody yes. else has anything ridiculous for us to try, why not? We'll give it a yeah. go. Yeah.
0: We, we are up to the ridiculous. Um, yeah. Except for... I, People keep suggesting caffeine oil, and that just seems so ridiculous to me. Oh, we're but, so
1: doing it though. So get over it. I will. I will. <laughs> we're doing it.
0: It's I already so actually stinky. got like
1: the the uh, instant coffee stuff, so I'm almost ready to go.
0: Okay. Um yeah, eventually we'll do this.
1: It would be interesting to try like a couple different like versions of the recipe cuz I know certain people have their ways and i've seen some great results so why not
0: yeah yeah why not why not i've got about 30 seconds left on my fix
1: yay that's so exciting
0: it is exciting now i have used this developer once before if you remember when i did that i I overdid the comparisons thing and i compared five different developers um i did use it once then uh i liked it well enough uh but i wanted to I wanted to try it again. I kind of wanted to devote a whole episode to it because it is kind of neat to be able to mix your own developer straight from Raw Chemicals, and I know I do that with EC- with VCN too. But um, just just two ingredients, and that's really kind of cool.
1: Yeah, that is, especially if you just like have a like a bulk amount of that, and then you're just mixing as you go. I yeah. kind of don't really like the idea of it just being a one shot.
0: I'm yeah, I'm not a big fan of the one shot uh, aspect of it. I recently used FomaPan's Retro Special. We'll eventually do an episode about that. But that is a, an amazing developer uh, for that film, for the retro film. But um, uh, it's a developer that is not a one shot. You can use it for up to 100 sheets of 4x5. And that's really rad. And I would like to, if I was ever going to experiment with any developer, it would be that. But I can't figure out. I mean that has three ingredients, but I can't figure out the ratios of them.
1: Hmm. Not in the book? Yeah.
0: It is not in the book. No, Hmm. it is not.
1: I am fixing I got about 30 seconds left.
0: Okay. So we wanted to talk about real quick a TV show that we're both kind of in the middle of watching. It is on kind of. Well you you kind of, me definitely. I'm I'm up to the last (laughs) episode right now.
1: Yeah, I am failing at that. Um, it's a an extra subscription, so it's like $5 a month extra and I'm just like, "Oh my gosh, how many like how many things do we need to have?" We have like Netflix and Hulu and Amazon Prime and now this is like Acorn.
0: <laughs> Acorn in
1: English, right?
0: It stars Michael Smiley and if you're a fan of Simon Pegg's show from the late 90s called Spaced, he played tires. totally different role. Oi, oi,
1: you lucky people.
0: Oh, my gosh. In this, in this show, he plays a photographer from the 18, I think the 1880s.
1: Yeah, we're kind of, did you figure that out? Because we weren't exactly sure because the attire is a little bit off, right? It's, it's odd,
0: it's odd, um, but I think it's the 1880s. Okay. Uh, and he's a photographer who shoots memento mori. That's his thing. He was a mortician, originally. That was his 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 thing. Was being a mortician, and he moved to photography. And he's considered to be the best memorial photographer in all of Dublin, which apparently is a lot of photographers in Dublin at this time. Yeah. Um, weird. It. I like it just on the surface. Even if it weren't about photography, I think I would like it. Um. The photography it's it's center stage because he's a photographer and he's the main character, but it is also a crime, not, not really a drama, is it? It's kind of a comedy in ways.
1: Yeah, it has a different type of humor, which is not exactly like American. I would say no. It's, um,
0: it's, yeah, it's a very it's a very soft humor.
1: I guess when I. When I decided to start watching it, I was kind of just really excited to see more about the Memento Mori, but it's not exactly about, I mean, yes, it is about a photographer, but I'm not seeing enough photography in it, so I guess I'm slightly disappointed in that.
0: <laughs> well, the, the, the main criminal who we're kind of trying to figure out who it is, he is also a Memento Mori photographer, but instead of just taking pictures of the dead, he takes pictures of the people he's murdered. And he poses those people. And hilarity ensues. Like I said, it's not really a comedy. But I think it's worth a look-see. And this acorn thing has a seven-day free trial. And if you should be able to get six episodes. And it's a six-episode. I think it's a mini series. And you should be able to get those six episodes done in seven days.
1: <laughs> yeah. When did I get it? <laughs> I need to finish it. I've watched... Okay, so you guys... I've watched two episodes and I've fallen asleep on both of them.
0: (laughs) This may not be for Vanya.
1: (laughs) Okay but the thing is I I don't really like to watch TV when I have any sort of energy because I feel like I could be more productive doing other things. Uh, So I end up watching TV when I'm really sleepy or tired so that's why I probably end up falling asleep anyways not necessarily because it's boring (laughs) but
0: now another fun thing about Acorn is there's a show on there called Detectorists, which is not about photography. I think it's worth the price to at least watch that series. It's four four seasons long, and it's one of the best things I've ever seen on television.
1: Wow! Uh, yeah,
0: it really is. It's it's sweet and warm and funny, um, and just I thought you were gonna say a very fuzzy. Wonderful show. <laughs> it's not fuzzy. It's a little fuzzy maybe, but it's a very sweet show. So. I've got two sheets in D23. Well, I've got images. It's, it's very bokeh <laughs> So so um, yeah, it's, uh, it sure is dead flowers. That is excellent. And uh, the other one is, hey, it's dead flowers as well. Um, I'm clearly not very great at centering things. <laughs> um, also, it looks like the sheet was a little crooked. Uh, in the in the film holder, so oh man, yeah, I gotta watch that. I'm usually better than that. Actually, we gotta check in with the futures for these.
1: Mm, I guess. Hi, folks. It's future Eric and Vanya here to explain our <laughs> our results for our D twenty three
0: development that we did. Yeah. So, Eric, why don't you go first? Okay, I'm looking at two sheets of HP five that I developed in D23 and they look like black and white photos. Oh, yes. It's well, okay. D23 is made to look like D76 be to be almost exactly the same look to it. And it it looks that way. It looks like a photo that was developed in D76. D23 is often complained about, I guess that there isn't enough contrast in it, but, I don't know. I like the contrast in it. I think it's... I can't say it's something that I would use normally, but I don't hate it. What do you think overall?
1: Well, I think I agree on the contrast. My photos seem a little flat. Okay. Some of these were taken on... Actually, I think all of them were taken on bright sunny days. Yeah. I kind of just... I feel like I have this film of gray over the entire thing. Just nothing really pops for me. This roll I destroyed when I was trying to load it oh okay yeah uh I had some real issues some real issues (laughs) y'all but it was actually reels (laughs) and I ended up throwing a bunch of reels away um because (laughs) they were just like sticking (laughs) so I have a couple like little looks like a fingernail crease kind of type (laughs) thing on a few of these yeah, the photos seem okay. The ones that I ended up focusing on infinity work really well, but anything other than infinity, not so well. I would say that it just looks like a developer. Uh, I probably wouldn't use it no. unless there's some a reason for me to use it. Like say, there's a very very old emulsion, and this will work with anything. Then I would probably use it but if that's not the case i don't really see myself doing it again
0: yeah i think that if i want to go for the d76 look and i'm not sure why that would be something i'd want to do but maybe like oh these need a little bit more not quite washed out but a little bit more of a traditional look um i think i would do it i have a lot of um sodium sulfite i think is the Ingredient I can't remember. Future Eric isn't as smart as past Eric, and uh, I have a lot of of um, the other ingredient as well. Metal, I believe. Mm-hmm. And so, if I'm if I'm ever in a pinch, I can develop something with it, and it's basically ten percent more than D seventy six times. So fine, I can do that. It's easy. Um, I want to look into whether you can reuse this and how that would work, and if that's the case, this could be a very cheap developer. But mm-hmm. I don't know, I don't hate it, but there's nothing about it that makes me like, oh my god. However, there's a lot of things you can do with D23, and maybe in the future, it would be the start of something that we could do, and maybe a, a more interesting way.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think I could give it another go, for sure. Um, this role wasn't exactly anything in particular like i took a drive and i took a couple pictures and there's a couple pictures of marley and a couple blurry pictures of planes but nothing that i really like cared about too much and that could possibly be working against (laughs) e 23 right now that's true i mean the development is good i just don't know how much i love my pictures as well what do you think of the grain well the grain actually looks great it's there i see
0: it yeah, it's not prominent. I've been shooting this retro pan from Foma and the grain on that is the chunkiest grain in the universe. This is not that, but it is there and it won't be mistaken for digital. It's a very soft grain. Like I said, it looks like D76. I I don't hate it. I could see me using it again for something I just don't know what. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Makes sense. The tones are nice. I mean, I'm I can't complain about it. It it yeah, looks I just think
1: that like you said with the contrast cuz even in my uh, the pictures where I would think I would have some really deep shadows, I just, just seems pretty flat. Yeah. Just doesn't, but that could just be, the settings on the camera are super strange. The F, the F stop is weird. Yeah. And I think the highest speed it goes is a hundred. So I don't really have much to work with.
0: No, maybe with uh like with this, I used a, I used a four by five view camera with a you know regular shutter on it so i was able to do what i wanted and mm-hmm. i was actually um testing lenses with this and so that 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 certainly helped um mm-hmm. i was able to just figure some things out with it i i like the pictures i got and it's it's i don't hate them i guess so no that's good yeah yes so i guess a very mediocre result here which isn't bad but you know isn't great <laughs> recording
1: okay oh, i just i don't know what the Password for the Wi-Fi as it grew up. What? Is, yeah, yeah, it, Tell Eric I said hi. Okay. Hi. Tell you said hi later. Thank you. Yep. Okay. Let's try it again. Okay. Uh, since you have so much, I'm going to just make...
0: <laughs> let's make Eric send me some more of this. I will. I mean, if
1: it wasn't a one-shot, maybe that would change If it weren't a one-shot, my this, attitude.
0: this could be a definite go-to developer for me. Mm-hmm. And I think it's... Well, I use 100 milligrams of whatever it is every every one shot that's a lot of milligrams for a one shot so i don't have a big desire to do that but i could see that changing it it might be something that i that i that i do in the future we'll see my my opinion could change like between like 5 minutes ago and now
1: all right well everybody let's take it back to the
0: the past or the present
1: era yeah. I I know. The... <laughs> whatever the originals yeah all right
0: <laughs> Back to you guys. <laughs> okay, so in closing, um, what are your impressions of develop like, you, you you haven't done this before. You've mixed your own like powder black and white developer before. What are your thoughts here?
1: Um, yeah, no, I've only done like the bigger versions where you're like getting a gallon of developer. Uh, so doing just like mixing a small amount and getting this little one-shot was, was fun. Um, yeah. I don't necessarily know if I would, it would be my go-to. I think I, would, I think I personally need to just look more into um, why I would use this.
0: I would totally use this if it would be something that wasn't a one-shot. Yeah. Like D76, you can do the 1 plus 1 or 1 plus 3 with this. But mm-hmm. when you get up to the 1 plus 3, the times get really long but you can develop it at 75 degrees and get some pretty decent results at faster times.
1: Yeah. 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 Yeah.
0: So maybe that's something we'll look into at some point. I guess that's it. I guess we're done.
1: Cool. Well, thank you, everybody, for listening. I hope everybody is uh, staying safe out there, but also enjoying a little bit of a summer.
0: Yeah, yeah. It should be uh, wonderfully, beautifully summery right now for you guys.
1: I'm sure we'll come back with more dev parties.
0: I think so. Dove parties?
1: No. Dove parties. Like with dove doves? Dove parties. Oh my goodness.
0: This is what it sounds like when doves cry.
1: <laughs> oh no, you didn't. I was really hoping you weren't. And you did. Alright, it's didn't. time to go you okay. guys.
0: <laughs> Probably is. Alright. Sorry about that. My apologies.
1: <sighs> bye. Bye bye.